Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Energy policy disaster in UK. France drops renewable targets, prioritizes nuclear power. First word. As though the colossal failure of 2028 Colombian pesos in the United Arab Emirates and the retreat of Europe from net zero were not setbacks enough for the UN-led climate alarmist movement, the new year 2024 has opened with a string of dolorous developments that overwhelmingly point to another year of reversals for the climate change lobby and UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. Consider these New Year's greetings. First, Agence France Presse reports that France is moving forward, backward, with a major energy policy bill that drops from its energy policy renewables targets for solar and wind power and other renewables. The bill will prioritize and reaffirm France's commitment and return to nuclear power to ensure energy sovereignty for the country. This is no ordinary policy change because France has been one of the ardent proponents of the ambitious transition from traditional to renewable energy sources. Second, the Real Clear Policy Foundation has published and posted this month a new report on British energy policy that narrates in detail a catastrophic policy disaster in the United Kingdom. Written by policy analyst Rupert Darwall, the report is entitled The Folly of Climate Leadership. Energy Sovereignty. AFP reported on January 9, 2024, that France will debate and move forward with a new French energy bill that drops targets for renewables and favors the further development of nuclear power. It avoids setting targets for solar and wind power and other renewables. The proposed bill is slated to go before the cabinet early next month and then be submitted to lawmakers. Its text reaffirms France's commitment to nuclear power to ensure energy sovereignty. France became a leader in nuclear power generation after the 1973 oil crisis, building over 50 such power plants that produced around two-thirds of the country's electricity. But those reactors are aging, and France has yet to bring the first of a new generation of nuclear power plants online. The proposed text affirms the sustainable choice of using nuclear energy as a competitive and carbon-free source of electricity and targets the construction of at least six but as many as 14 new reactors to pull off the transition to clean energy and meet climate change goals. But the proposed text sets no such targets for building renewable capacity, in particular wind and solar, whereas previous energy laws did. The Ministry of Energy Transition said it is false to say that there is no renewables objective as the government will set the targets itself later but that pledge does not satisfy activists and experts. It's a terrible step back, said Arnaud Goss, a lawyer specializing in environmental law. He recalled that in a 2019 law, Parliament stated the desire to debate the share of different energy sources in overall production. If you only quantify nuclear power, you do not know the share of non-renewable energies. As a result, nuclear gets prioritized and, depending on remaining coverage needs, non-renewables will be the subject of floating, future, decrees. It's no longer a mix, Goss said. For Anne Bringalt, Energy Transition Manager of the Climate Action Network, this is an extremely significant step backward, and totally inconsistent with European objectives. Even if the objectives are raised, we no longer have such a strong commitment to them, she said. Policy disaster. The real shocker to the climate movement, however, was the release this year by the Real Clear Foundation of a new critical report on Britain's disastrous energy policy leadership by Rupert Darwall's The Folly of Climate Leadership. In a commentary on the Darwall Report on the Real Clear Energy website, January 4, 2024, Rick Whitlock wrote, Darwall's analysis depicted Britain heeding the cries for decarbonisation, 
starting when the UK Parliament wrote an 80% decrease in emissions target into law in 2008. They raised it to 100%, or net zero, in 2019. The results have clearly been catastrophic. Since decarbonisation efforts commenced, Britain's economy has grown at half the rate as it did from 1990 to 2008. According to a research study from noted British economic historian Nicholas Crafts, that's the second worst period of British peacetime growth since 1780. In addition to the economic malaise, British energy prices have skyrocketed, and Britons are now concerned with how to survive the effect of those costs on their wallets as they look to heat and power their homes and businesses, travel for work and pleasure, and live life as best they can. The differences between British energy costs and those in the US are staggering. Britons paid an average of $228 per megawatt hour, MWH, for electricity generated from coal in 2022, whereas Americans paid an average of $27 per megawatt hour. Darwall's report also highlights the effects of unchecked and anti-market-driven government investment in green energy on grid reliability, as intermittent production from wind and solar, coupled with a lack of utility-grade energy storage, dropped electricity generated per gigawatt of capacity falling 28% since 2009. The same arguments that have crippled Britain's economy are now being used by the Biden administration in the US, with zealots in cabinet-level positions, including Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, Interior Secretary Deb Holland, and Environmental Protection Agency Director Michael Regan, pushing the message from their bully pulpits. Consider, wind energy projects in Nebraska, Colorado, Rhode Island, Connecticut and New Jersey were scrapped last year, even after untold millions of federal dollars went to their developers. Over 100 solar companies went bankrupt, and solar projects from California to Florida were shuttered in the middle of their development. Battery storage, a key component to offsetting the intermittency of wind and solar, also saw projects stalled, along with at least one lawsuit filed against a storage company when its solution failed. Despite the perils of green energy dependence shown throughout Europe, the eco-left continues to double down on ridding America of traditional energy sources. Supporting those efforts are ideologue billionaires who continue to fund net-zero initiatives. Cautionary lesson. The failure of the green energy transition in Europe and the policy disaster in the UK discussed in the Darwall report are object lessons for our policymakers and administrators. Britain has been going down this path since 2008, when Parliament wrote an 80% decarbonisation target into law, which it raised in 2019 to 100%, i.e., net-zero. The results have been a disaster. Even before the recent surge in energy costs, in 2020, Britons were paying about 75% more for electricity than Americans, and during the energy crisis in 2022, electricity rates for British businesses were more than double the average paid by US businesses. High and rising energy costs have locked Britain into economic decline. British politicians as boasts of climate leadership by cutting greenhouse gas emissions faster than any other major economy ignore the unfortunate fact that the British economy has been stagnating since 2008. It is no wonder that the energy crisis is causing such hardship to ordinary British people. Britons also have to pay the cost of subsidizing politically favored wind and solar, which massively over-reward renewable investors. For PH policymakers, the troubles that France and Britain have learned from championing green energy and striving to meet net-zero decarbonization are cautionary lessons for policymakers. The infatuation with renewable energy should be consciously avoided here in the Philippines. Our policymakers have not been paying sufficient attention and studied with seriousness the complex policy issues and the extent of the current energy disaster in Europe and America. Most of our policy leaders parrot and echo the nostrums and prescriptions of the UN on climate change. They dutifully recite the terms climate change and green energy as though they were the new Ten Commandments. It is foolishly thought by some among us that going all out for the agenda of climate action could lessen the yearly devastation wrought by typhoons and floods on our communities. 
It is also fantasized that climate action could prevent the supposed rise in sea levels as a result of climate change, but this issue of rising seas remains a major matter of debate among climate scientists themselves. No real proof has yet been submitted to show that sea levels are dangerously rising. There is no real reason for coastal states like the Philippines to believe that their countries and their people will be inundated by water. Almost all of Europe suffered from these delusions. It is wiser and more prudent for our government to steer clear of the religion of climate change. Yenobserver at gmail.com Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.